Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, welcome down. I stumbled my line. Welcome down to the Rick Shields podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Rick Shields. Hi. I'm here with co-host, producer Guy. Um, Guy's been off on holiday for a week for his birthday. Did you have a nice week off? I had a great week off, Rick. Um, I really kind of zoned out. Didn't think about golf much. Didn't think about YouTube much. I just chilled. Don't blame me. Because of that, I've not really come prepared for today's episode. <laughs> and we're recording this on a Monday, ready for Tuesday. So let's go, let's aim realistically for a 40-minute special It'll be all right. Won't be record breaking. But sometimes when we say that, they end up in the best episodes. You can't sell it. This is going to be an amazing podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're filming this on a Monday because tomorrow I've got some, something exciting which I want to tell you about very soon coming up, uh, which is quite a unique opportunity. Um, also, we've had quite a hectic day today. Like for a Monday, so I'm getting messages. We've here. filmed a good video today, haven't we? We out of the blue, and I mean as out of the blue as out of the blue can be. We have filmed the video today and made. One person definitely very happy. Yeah. And in the future, another person very happy. Good idea, wasn't it? It was very good. <laughs> so you might know here at Richards Media, um, you know, we've made somewhere close to 2,000 YouTube videos now and, you know, hundreds and hundreds of facebook videos and sometimes a bit like writers or editors producers there's sometimes a bit of a block of ideas sometimes <laughs> sometimes it can be flooding in and other times we can definitely be thinking yeah. what the hell do we film next and we went down to the marriott today to film um and that was one of those days where we didn't really have anything to film at all we had some ideas very loose ideas but nothing cemented it was quite a nice day and we were just trying to capitalize on the sun Anyway, Guy thought of a really cool idea where we'd uh, surprise somebody who came and found us to a brand new driver of their choice. Brand spanking driver. So the con- we don't need too much. What do we? Well, it's podcast listeners, isn't it, who are hardcore. So yeah. let's give them a treat. Let's give them a little bit of an inside. So. so we got to Trafford Golf Centre. Just after 11am. Yeah, just after. You might have seen it on, I'm sure you have on Twitter and on Facebook uh, and on Instagram Live. Rick said, I'm at the Trafford Golf Centre. I've got my iron head covers on, which you lot should know about now. OG podcasters know. Yeah, that was a bit of a... It was kind of like a dir or bet. It was just kind of like... You know what? It was more like a little tip of the hat to the to the podcast listeners. A bit yeah. like a, we acknowledge you, we know you're listening, and this is for you. And people, it's good as well, because if you're a podcast listener, which you clearly are, because you're hearing this right now, <laughs> you'll know when you see those little things on Instagram, what it's about, yeah. whereas other people go, well, why are you using them, Rick? They don't know. It's almost like they're not real inside fans. joke. Yeah, you're, you're part of the crew. You're Rick. If you listen to the podcast, Rick's your friend, aren't yeah. you? Basically, yeah. So if you're going playing... But, like, but don't try and add me as a friend on Facebook. But really... equally, when you go to play a good course, they're getting a discount. Oh, why? I'm friends with Rick Shields. Well, you are a friend. If you listen to this podcast, you're Rick's friend. So feel free to ask for discounts in pro shops and stuff and on tea times because... Imagine. Rick imagine, was a friend. Imagine the responses people would get around the world doing that. So anyway, yeah, I had the head covers on. We decided to go down to Trafford. I put a tweet out and said, basically, the first person to come and find me and tell me they love my iron head covers... Yeah, the very first person I would straight away go into the, into the golf shop there, and this wasn't a sponsored piece of content. We made that very clear in the video. It wasn't sponsored by American Golf or Traffic Golf Center or the brand of driver that he chose, which we don't want to give too much away just yet. 
I bought it out of my own pocket just because it it was something quite exciting, quite quite different. I think it's going to make for a really cool video. Very, if you're into YouTube culture, very Mr. Beast style YouTube culture. Yeah, I mean, we spent 400 quid on a driver. He spends $100,000. <laughs> so it is very Mr. Beast, isn't it, really? It's basically the same. Exactly. Um, so after a short period of time, we had an influx of people turning up to the traffic golf center driving range. And then the first person, a really cool kid actually called Joby. Yeah. Um, we went and bought him a new driver. So the video of that will be coming out in the next two weeks. Yeah. And it is something different. Also, there's a giveaway in the video. So That's right. if you're not Joby, which obviously everyone apart from you possibly Joby isn't Joby. <laughs> which I, I've, I said I've never heard that name. He says he knows three other Jobies. No, I, I, my niece had imaginary friend called Joby at one point. But, <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've never heard of a real Joby, I don't think. I thought she'd made it up. But Joby was quite cool. Um, he's now the owner of a nice, shiny new driver. Well, actually, he's not because he had to order it because he didn't have his uh, Annoyingly. flex. But either way. You gave one... him a lesson. I, I honestly thought that you weren't that good of a coach, but now I've seen you in action. You are quite good. I know, right? <laughs> no, I know. you actually. So he's quite, he's about six foot one. He's quite a tall guy. Maybe not, he was like six foot or something. He's quite a tall lad, quite athletic. Hit it quite hard as speed. Had a massive slice, didn't he? Yeah. And we played like, off about 20 handicap roughly. And then you gave him a little tip and then he was hitting it better. And then I went and actually watched him on my phone for 20 minutes and then I came back and honestly, he was crunching it. Yeah, the, the transformation was vast. Obviously, a little new driver possibly helps with that, but definitely some fundamental errors that he was making in his golf game. A bit like what we saw with Jason in the slice video. Quite similar faults to some degree but maybe not as ingrained as jason's was uh so we could tweet Joby in a, in a shorter period of time but yeah anyway really cool video coming up soon um and one that kind of came out of the blue but one that i really enjoyed i was kind of quite nervous about it in a weird way I was like a nervous energy about the video uh one i'm spending money and i'm a bit of a tight yeah get, i'm not really <laughs> and um other than that, it was like, I don't know what to expect. What's going to happen here? And I think I enjoyed it that much. And if the video does really well on YouTube and people love it, I could definitely see more of those kind of surprise uh, follower, listener, you know, videos coming coming in fruition as we go into the winter season. Yes. Now, I've got, we've got a few little topics to talk about today. You actually thought of some of these because I didn't really know what to talk about today. Um, Guy's definitely been holly... holly Hollywood? Holly, <laughs> holiday mode. Well, I went to Stratford-upon-Avon, not quite Hollywood. Um... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was looking. Basically, what I was trying to find, and I'm struggling to find it, was in the Facebook group we've got, so the podcast Facebook group, which isn't a plug. If you want to follow it and like it and be part of the group, do. If not, don't. Whatever. Um, but also, we like people. Your friends, everybody. Actually, if you're in the group, you're one of Rick's friends. There's 35,000 people in the you class as friends, don't yeah. you? If I got married again, you'd all be coming. 100%. Ushers. Every one of you have been usher. <laughs> got 35,000 ushers. Um, basically, there's a post. I'm scrolling down, so I'm trying to fill a bit of time while I find it. And it was somebody that was kind of obviously listening to the podcast, I think, and was trying to like kind of ruffle a few feathers. And basically, I'm going to say it without finding it, and if I find it, then even better. But basically, he was saying some of the lines of, if you buy brand new golf clubs, you're crazy. Something along the lines of that. And I ended up having to turn off the comments in the end because he got quite a lot of like negativity towards him. Well, basically, it got me thinking, we discussed this before, but there has become a bit of a, a bad rap about buying new clubs because as our videos and your you know your findings have proven that you know each year, drivers in particular don't get much better. So you might get a driver this year and it goes three yards longer than last year's driver max. But equally, if you've worked hard, and you've saved up some money, or it's your birthday, and you're getting a gift, or you're getting some vouchers, or whatever it might be, and you want to buy a brand new driver. There's nothing better, as we saw today, than going to the shop, and hopefully getting fitted for it, whatever, but walking out of the shop with a club that is absolutely brand new, and that is yours. 100%. But equally, and this is a comment, I applied to this comment, I think I might have deleted it now, but um, equally though, if you want to buy second hand, you're going to get some amazing deals. I've had loads of second hand golf clubs before that I've absolutely fallen in love with. Certainly putters, I've had loads of second hand like Scotties and stuff in the past because we've got a good deal on them. You can get amazing second hand stuff. People like Golf Bidder as well have got a business all around, obviously, second hand golf clubs. But the, the long and short of what I'm trying to get to is there has become a bit of negativity, obviously by some people, about other people buying brand new stuff, but it's okay. Of course it is. I don't know, it's a bit like the analogy of buying a brand new car. Like, I get 
you know, as soon as you drive that car off the, the forecourt, so to speak, it's going to lose value, yes. Yeah. But if you want the brand new car, you want the brand new number plate, you want the experience of the, the veil being ripped off the top of your car as, you, as you're driving and you see on the dashboard, you know, 30 miles only, like... There's something really special about that. And that car's not going to perform any much better than one that's three years old, granted. But it's brand new. It's yours. No one's ever hit it before. No one's ever driven it before. Nobody's ever sat in it, adjusted the seat like you are going to adjust that seat. And I and I get it, as again, a, who's somebody who has bought used cars and brand new cars. I get the differences of that as well. But like I say, there's nothing wrong with buying brand. If people want to treat themselves in these you know, horrible, weird times that we're living at the moment. If someone wants to go out and treat themselves to a brand new set of clubs or a new driver, go for it. Bloody hell, you know, I just think there is this kind of... And, but on the flip side, what I'm also saying is I have I have absolutely nothing against people buying second-hand products. Like, it all depends on what you want. Of course it, it is. If you, want to, if you say, I want a new driver, I've got one that's 10 years old, I want a new driver that's going to get me more distance and a bit more ball speed and possibly a bit more forgiving, and that I'm not bothered about anything else that's what i want then you can get an amazing second hand m5 m6 epic whatever it might be on the other side of the coin if you say recently had a promotion at work or it's my 40th birthday my 30th birthday whatever it might be it's christmas and my auntie's giving me some vouchers for the golf shop i want to get a new driver nothing beats getting a brand new driver taking the wrapper off exactly adjusting it yourself knowing that nobody has ever ever swung or hit that driver there is something amazing about that and like say if you can do great if you can't don't worry like it's not the end of the world you can still play great golf as we prove in many videos and even some of the weirdly some of my best golf has been played even doing those second-hand club challenges like you can still play great golf with second-hand clubs you might not be getting the absolute like literally latest ball speeds that all these companies promise etc 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 but you're not gonna be far off people um, need to do what they want to do cause to do a hundred percent um here's a topic for you so at the weekend i know you probably zoned out of golf a little bit but there was a scottish open and it had some of what i would see as the worst weather i've possibly seen golf professionals ever play in right. without the tournament being called off yeah. it was just it was just rain constant certainly on the saturday literally non-stop rain it was here in manchester as well um but it was never bad enough to turn the tournament off right so i want to talk about fair weather golfers are you a fair weather golfer absolutely <laughs> right let's just set the scene now you get up on a Monday morning, okay? Okay. And you go to work. Yeah. You work in an office. Yeah. Or a building site. Okay. Or in golf media. Okay. <laughs> Whatever it might be. <laughs> it gets to Friday. Yeah. You put your pen down. Okay. Put your tools away. Shut your laptop. Turn your iPhone off. Right? You've worked a week. Saturday comes. It's your day off. Okay. You've booked to play in the comp at 8.35. Yeah. Okay. It's a medal. I feel like it'd be more an even number, but 8.34. 8.34. And... It's horrendous rain. Yep. You're thinking, is the course going to be closed? And it's open. So the course is open, but it feels like it should, like you're saying, it almost should be closed. Some golfers think, I absolutely don't care that it's raining. I've worked all week. I want to go out and get my golf fix. It's going to be three and a half, four hours with my friends or whatever. It's going to be competitive or it's going to be not competitive, depending on how you see your golf, whatever. If that's you, then that's absolutely fine. Equally, and this is where I come in, this is me, if you wake <laughs> up and think, I went to work all week. The last thing I'm doing now on a Saturday morning is spending four hours out in the rain getting absolutely wet through. I'm going to ring up and call off. That is also fine. The only thing is, obviously, if you do call, ring in and, and, and cancel your tea time, you could potentially be leaving people on their own or letting them down. But for me, it isn't very fun playing golf when it's absolutely horrendous, is it? And all you can think about from the, the third hole is, I can't wait to get in. I just don't like it. I don't play much in bad weather, granted. We don't really film in bad weather, granted. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's two things, I think, that are on my side in some regards. I don't often get cold. Like, when I'm mm. even out filming, in, even in the winter, like I, I often don't get that cold. So, luckily, if it is a cold day, I can still play golf. I don't mind it. For me, I quite like, and I wouldn't do it every week, and it, it would kill me, it would soul destroying if happened lots and lots of times throughout a calendar year but on the odd occasion if if everything's 
you know, prepared. Mm-hmm. You've got a good waterproof golf bag and you've got a good cover on. You've got you've got plenty of towels. You've got rain gloves. You've got a really good waterproof suit. You've got yeah, a I'm umbrella. out here already. Oh, like, your shoes, you, everything is like geared up for that round of golf. There's a part of me that really likes it. There's a part of me that, like I said, I wouldn't do it every week and obviously I wouldn't do it out of choice and I'm sure not many people would. But there's something that's just so incredible um, about about that experience and it is, it's so good. Um, and we saw a little bit of the weekend, so Tommy Fleetwood played on the Saturday and shot an unbelievable two on the par, like completely against the field. Um, and... He um, he. After the round of golf, said, "You know, obviously they get paid a shed load of money." But he also said, "You know, I really enjoyed it. It was kind of a challenge, you know." And he really, he really enjoyed that challenge. Where I'm sure there was a lot of other professionals. Certainly, if you live in hot climates or you live in, you know, imagine like some guy from California or Texas coming playing in that. They they would hate it. Mm. I get that, and I suppose that's why a lot of the Americans when they come up over here for the uh, the I was going to call it the UK Open then <laughs> for the Open Championship. Um, they they kind of uh, don't like those conditions very much. Yeah, no. Oh, am I might dead loud, by the way. I did turn you up because I thought does... you're being a bit quiet. Is that better? Hello. <laughs> um, possibly. Yeah, no. It, it's not for me that really. I think for me, the perfect golf is ideally shorts weather. I'm talking shorts, trainer socks, trainer style golf shoes, polo shirt, tucked in. Doesn't matter if it comes under a little bit. That's fine. Um, not really a big cap wearer, but I can I can wear a cap if it's sunny. I don't want to get burnt. Get on the course. A little light summer breeze, just a little easterly breeze. A little bit of wind behind off the right. Perfect. <laughs> um, got quite a few drinks in my bags. My bag's heavy, but I know that the drink's going to be drunk. So the bag's, each hole of the bag is a little bit lighter because more fluid gets drank. Um, yeah, that's it. I, on the flip side, I don't like playing in too hot conditions. You know, I've played in a couple of times where it's been absolutely ridiculously hot, like sweltering hot, and I've really not enjoyed it at all. Like, you have to really prepare differently. You've got to drink so much fluid, it's unreal. You've got to, you know, you've... Re- I don't know, I, I'm not a big short fan. For me, it's um, it's a lukewarm day. It's in the 20, 20s, probably high 18s, 19, 20 degrees Celsius no real wind i can still wear a still wear a little half zip sweater which i'm kind of somewhat famous for now i like a little cap i don't particularly like to wear bobble hats like i said i don't get too cold that's my perfect condition you could live on it I've, I've done the instagram um podcast one live okay so you look quite cool from this angle <laughs> let's not shatter the illusion <laughs> um so yeah anyway fairweather golfers i'd love to know what people think guys if you've got an exciting story about fairweather golfing whether it's good or bad let us know in the um description below or description below email podcast at rickshields.com does anyone that's watching the live have any good questions for rick we might just keep this on for like two minutes <laughs> so and then the other thing by the way on the scottish open well done to aaron ray who is um, actually coached by my um, good friends andy and pierce from me and my golf it's quite cool that even on after the um round of golf they've actually got the me and my golf logo on the cap and on the, on the sweater and the fact that they can have that aired on on you know uh, mainstream media is really cool i think for for youtube and for youtubers and for youtube coaching so big congratulations to those guys as well i know they've worked really hard with aaron over the years i've actually had a chance to meet aaron a couple of times he's a really cool guy very very kind of switched on and serious with his golf but he is he is making big waves and big commiserations to tommy fleetwood it was a shame he put such a great final round together to get into the playoff after birding the last hole only nine players yesterday birded the last hole and then kind of just obviously let it slip on that first playoff hole which is a real shame but i feel like tommy's due some big wins and it might come this week at the bmw championship which brings us in nicely you have got quite an exciting can you say too much about the BMW Championship and what's going to be going on. So this week I am going to be included in the bubble, hopefully pending results that are coming back anytime soon. Um, in the bubble, in the bubble, in the bubble of um, the European Tour at Wentworth. So it's the BMW Championship. I am um, doing a promotion with BMW on promoting the event effectively even though obviously it's hard for spectators at the moment etc but they they normally put an amazing um 
It's normally a good field, isn't it? It's normally an amazing field, and BMW normally really pull out all the stops to make it a real showstopper event, mm-hmm. i.e. the Tented Village is normally so phenomenal. All the BMWs that are there. All the BMWs, the big BMW tenting, like everything. Honestly, I we I've been to quite a few tournaments now. I always look forward to Wentworth just because of that, like little cool, you know, vibe. Like, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Mm. A couple of little bean bags, some nice big screens. Normally, it's in May. Obviously, it moved to September last year, I believe, but now it's obviously slipped back into October. Um, and I'm doing a cool video with a tour player a very well-known tour player where I'll be going out on the golf course and doing something a bit different. I'm not playing with him. I'm actually going to be caddying for him. I don't know if this is... I think it's a good video idea. I don't know if it's... Not controversial. I didn't know if you'd want to play with him, but I think I see your angle. I think it could be a more interesting video. Because if you just played with him, it would be good. It's kind of like... Yeah, okay. I just feel like that's been done a few too many times and I, and I get it it would be quite diff- it would be quite cool still to see me against the tour pro and everything else i just feel like this this is a slightly different angle mm-hmm. I, you know i feel like you know what does it how does he think differently to me yeah. like how does he see a shot compared to how i see a shot compared to how the viewer sees a shot compared like i just think all that it'd be, be a good learning video yeah it'd be one that i think people like if you played against him it would have been really good and quite fun but this one i think people people will learn more from yeah i just want to see if i can if i don't get sacked in like five or six holes (laughs) and then another video we can't say anything about this video just yet but the one back end of this month potentially oh wow if that happens like i can't come to one on tomorrow but i'm like not that bothered really because like it would have been a nice trip down and the person you're playing with is a massive name that i'd like to meet but i'm not that like not that fussed personally the one at the end of the month, which we honestly kept... I think the podcast listeners are probably the first to know about it. Yeah. That, if that comes off, will be ridiculous yeah. for two reasons, obviously. Yeah. One that's out of this world reason and one that's a ridiculous reason. Yeah. And, I, and I'm almost not letting myself get so excited no. just in case. Like, I'm almost... The second part, you yeah. can't... I'm, al- I'm almost like... Yeah, there's one part that's a pretty much dead cert's going to happen. Should we give a little teaser on that, but tiny? Oof, um, could, could we just say it's a video with a what, and then what the job is, but not necessarily anything else? Okay, it's a potential video. I'm going to say potential yeah. in this potential video with an international football superstar. Yes, oh, that sums it up quite nicely. Yeah, who's very very into golf. He's good at golf as well. He's very good at golf and believe good it or not, scoring goals. Watches watches the channel apparently. So um so stay tuned for that. And then there's another bit to that video, which like Guy said, if that That's comes just off just the other bit. Like when I first saw the email come up and the and the deck that was presented to me and it had my name plus international football superstars name plus another name, which I was like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna screenshot that and I'm gonna frame even if this never comes off. Your even, name and that person's name in the same deck. Even if this idea, this video, this plan, this proposal never ever comes off, I'm gonna frame that document and hang it in my garage where we are at the moment in my new simulator room, which I'm just having redone a little bit. Um because that's one of, that's still one of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah. So yeah, stay tuned for that. It's gonna be hopefully really, really cool. The fact that I was on CC on that email's the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the fact that we're telling you on the podcast should be the greatest moment of your lives but honestly <laughs> like it's gonna be it, if it like i said i don't i can't almost i'm i can feel i'm getting too excited already it's that big of a thing until it actually happens i can't see, i can't not i can't see it happening but i can't you know like, for me it's almost obviously it happening is one thing it being approved and released is when i can finally go true. it's happened yeah like that now it's happened do you want to do a Dear Rick? Go for it. So if you're new to the podcast, I'm sure you're not, but if you are, Dear Rick started about two weeks ago. It's a new feature where people can anonymously, I'm usually happy to say that word without stumbling, anonymously. <laughs> um, you try and say it now, but you can't. Anonymously. Oh, nice, that's great. Um, people can anonymously um, email in to podcast at rickshields.com and ask Rick um, an email about something that is serious or not so serious. Last week was golf cheats, wasn't it? As it someone was. had a, a cheating friend. Um, the week before, I can't even remember what this one, that one was. This one, again, is from... The week some... before was the guy who... Um, did it become ill? 
Well, I can't remember. Or his wife became Possibly. ill. I'm sure. The problem is, though, with this, the person has, again, doesn't want to give the name away. They've signed off the email and said, thank you so much, and then put the name. And obviously the name is right at the top because it's their email address. So because I know I can't say the name, I feel like I'm tr- I'm dying to not say it, but it's going to slip out. So I'm really making a conscious effort to not say the name. Okay. This person has put, I've been listening to the podcast and I very much enjoy it. I was wondering if you could help me out. I love golf and of all the sports and exercise options, it's really the only one that I'm passionate about. I feel it combines exercise mindfulness and being sociable and unlike many other sports age isn't really an issue so for me it's a really positive thing so straight away i'm resonates with me that yeah nice 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 intro the only challenge i find is getting here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Support from a family. I am married and I have a beautiful wife and three children under 10. I also work for myself, and I'm the only breadwinner in my house, working quite a stressful job. Sounds like sounds like <laughs> me. Is this you? <laughs> As is quite common, my opportunities to play golf typically are at weekends, which very much clashes with my family's plans. So I'm talk- you're talking birthday parties, dance class, football training, swimming lessons, etc. Other social gatherings. Other social gatherings. Just, just spending time with your family. Yeah. Am I asking too much if I want to play once a week? I feel like I don't get much time to myself and I'm under pressure to be healthier by my wife as I'm very overweight. So in my mind, golf is a solution, which is fair enough. You walk in five miles-ish, yeah, yeah. possibly. Um, I want to be want to be supported as in my experience. Having an argument about playing golf at the weekend kind of takes its edge off it. Right, okay, so he's basically saying that, yeah, it takes the edge off playing golf. He knows every time he says about it, he gets shouted at. So really, what I'm asking is, how do I sell golf to the family so I can play once a week? Is there anything else you could suggest that sells the health benefits best? I feel like I need to make a pretty strong case to get all the all-important approval of my wife. I want golf to be a better route to my health, both physically and mentally. If you're using the show, I'd appreciate remaining anonymous. So we've got through his email. That's in his name once. Very good. This is a serious one, this, Rick. So you've got to put your serious best dear Rick hat on here. It's a tough one, this, mm. isn't it? It's a really tough one because I get it. I get it from his side. Yeah. I presume it's him and i get it from his wife's side and his family side i think there's a couple of things you can do this is this is where i'm at straight away okay <laughs> with regards to the health side yeah it is healthy like mm-hmm. what not many times have i played 18 holes of golf and not done less than twelve thousand steps we've talked about golf tired before haven't we yeah golf tired is where you've walked the golf course and you come off and you feel tired exactly so as long as he is walking the golf course and not doing it via cart or drinking when he's going around and you know actually making the benefits because carrying your bag's a big one as well if you can it is it's massive that isn't it mm. and that's the thing as well like <laughs> i get when people say 
oh yeah, no, it's nice fresh air. But really, they go into the golf course with the boys, couple of beers first, yeah. big bracket, a few beers on the way around. Certainly in America, if they're going via you know buggies and carts and stuff, then it's not really any health benefit massively. A couple of pints after, and suddenly you not only spent time away from the family, you've also a bit smashed, and also you, you spent a lot of money. So there's that side. On the other side, if, if he's genuinely wanting to put a really strong case together and try and get time and permission to be able to go and play golf, I think there's a couple of things you can do. The first one for me would be the time you go and play. Because mm. I think if you're going to, let's say, you book a tee time at 11 o'clock a.m. It's terrible tea time. It's like the worst because it cuts into everything. Your morning is straight away pretty much written off because typically if you're going to be teeing off at 11, you the least you're going to be leaving your house at 10 and as you know not many things can get done before kind of 10 certainly if you've got three kids at home and if it clashes with birthdays and everything else so for, for me you've got to get the timing correct there's only two options for that the first option which is probably more all year round is literally trying to get out the very very first tee mm-hmm. now that's going to be quite hard for him because he might work full week at, you know fully through the week and he might want a little rest over the weekend but if he's dedicated to his golf try and get the first tee time at half seven ideally with somebody else who wants to play golf fairly fast if you can get you and a mate or you and two other mates who can, who want to get done by 10 o'clock mm-hmm. it's doable yeah half seven eight. ish it's t- yeah. tight half, half ten. ten so theoretically you could be back home ready to start your Saturday at 11am. Feeling a bit golf tired. <laughs> Feeling knackered. But you've got your fix, you've done your golf, you've played your 18 holes, you're back home. Hopefully the morning hasn't been too stressful for your wife and the three kids. I get, you know, that is hard as well. And then being able to, you know, you've got to fight through that golf tired and you've got to be the best version of you for the rest Mm. of the day. Because if you're the worst version of you, certainly if you've had a couple of beers after the round, I'd like to think you've not done it at 11am in the morning, but actually get back home and you're you're not the best version of yourself, then that's not going to ride into the next week and the next week, etc. So tip number one is getting early tea time. Tip number one is super well. Tip number one is is be truthfully transparent about the like the obviously you want to get your golf fix. I get that, but also promise you're not going to go and drink. You're not going to do this like like you are going for the health benefits ideally, and you'll spend least time at the golf course as possible, and then get a super early tea time. The other option is to go the flip side, but it's often quite hard in the in the sense of uh, timings. If you've got the last tea time of the, of the day, but it depends on lighting and it's not very, you know, all year round, it's not the best idea. And then also you, your wife's got to deal with bad bath time and bedtime, which is also a bit of a challenge. The other one. This is the one where he leaves his wife, he gets with a woman who's a member of the golf club and they play golf all together happy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> if he's got three kids under 10... You know, and if one of them, whoever is the eldest one of those 10, see if they can come with him. See, I thought you were going to say that, but at the same time, it sounds like he wants to be on his own for a bit. Yeah. So it's like, I know you've got the option of bringing your kid, which I know is really good and all that, but if he wants time on his own away from three kids, bringing his child with him isn't really helping, is it? But one kid... I know, but... Out of three is a lot Yeah, I know, but he can't win the Saturday comp with his kid, can he? He can walk around. Well, I know, but... I bet that's more... It's a way around it, but it's not the same, is it? If he wants to go and play, if he's working, as he says, five days a week, he's the main breadwinner, he's self-employed, he's got three kids, he's got a wife, he's busy, and he wants to have a bit of time to himself. You can't have the same chats with his friends if he's playing with his... Do you know what I mean? No, it's, that's true. So I, and I do get what you're saying, but it's not the same, is it? It's like, if, if, he, if his vice was going to watch the football... In one way, I'm sure he'd love to take his child with him, one of you know, his eldest son or whatever, to watch the football. But the, the chats he has with his friends, I imagine, aren't going to be the same. I don't know. Mm. I'm not married yet. I've got no kids. So I know it's different. But in a way, <laughs> I know it's not this easy, is it? But if you are the one who's working all week, I know she's looking after children and stuff, but surely he should be able to do his own thing occasionally without getting shouted at. On paper, yes, and I, you know, I listen. I, it's harder for me to relate to this because, because one, I can always call golf my job, and I can get away with it either way. I don't really play golf at the weekends personally, so I kind of get that. But let's say I flipped it on my side and said I suddenly want to go out the house and play football for four hours a week, 
that is a big like it is quite a challenge mm. to get that certainly if you've got three kids like that's the big one like if you it's the it's it's the three kids and it's the age category like all three are under 10 all demanding of your time like and if if his wife has been with the three kids all week she wants a break mm. ah this is a nice little one go on bargain off your time so this is a really good one actually this will work this will definitely work for him right saturday mornings is his time right right he can get out he leaves as early as he possibly can as long as he's back for 12 noon Okay, mm. whatever he's wanting to do, he can do. Yeah, and then for the afternoon, then they can have a lovely afternoon, spend with the family, right? Yeah. Give his wife Sunday up until twelve to do whatever she wants. If she wants to sleep in all morning, if she wants to go out for a walk, if she wants to go out for a swim to the gym, whatever it may be, like her time is from nine from whatever time in the morning Sunday till twelve noon. You're not as convinced of that idea. I just say, go do that on Monday when the kids are all at school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm being a bit silly. I just think, I know, as again, I don't have kids, so I can't speak. And for those people listening, I've not got a clue. But some of my mates, even at my age, do that. They say, oh, I'll play golf. So I don't even get a pass off my girlfriend and stuff. It's like, just go and play golf. You want to play golf? Mm. I don't know. It winds me up. It, I think it winds a lot of people up, to be honest. I don't know. I, I, I think because time is so... You know, we have moved out of the 1960s where it was all right for the man to be out from, you know, 7 a.m. in the morning to 11 p.m. at night every Saturday, Sunday, because that was the scene, that was the thing to do. Yeah, it's more for me, though, when, like he said, no, she might have different... But if she's working all week as well, and he's the one that's working and she's at home, I'm not saying she's got to eat... I know looking after three kids... Because he's under 10, they could be... Seven, eight, it's nine, hard. or they could no, be one, two, and listen, three, I don't know. And, it, and it's very monotonous. Like, you know, even the times I've spent at home with the three kids, it's bloody boring. Mm. Like, it is. It's really boring. Like, and and it's, it is hard. Like, it's very monotonous. You, you you get up, you make the kids breakfast, you tidy up, you get them dressed, you send them to school, or if they're not off school, you you know, you've got to entertain them, you've done colouring, craning, you've put one of them down for a nap. Before you know it, it's lunchtime, you've got to do lunch, you've got to tidy up. Like, it's so, like... Uh, what about, uh, what about uh, this option, then, if he says, i tell you what, I'm not going to play golf on a Saturday morning because it's a time when we want to be doing stuff, going to the zoo, etc. What if he said, I'm going to have one range night a week, Wednesday, 7 till 9, I'm going to go to the range, hit some balls when the kids are going to bed anyway, and I'll play nine holes on a Sunday at, like, uh, earliest time, so he could that be works. back for 10 on Sunday. Yeah, that works. Depends if he wants to play 18 well, holes. Yeah. And... But what he said as well was about the health benefits. He wants to t- tell his wife about it. Well, you walk in about five miles, let's call it. So you roughly, I think if you carry your bag, you burn, depending on, on the person, but you're going to burn about 1,000 calories. It's a lot because you're out for so long. Yeah. As you said, it's good for his physical well-being, his mental well-being as well, his mindfulness. He's in the moment. It gives him time to relax. Therefore, it puts him in a better mood for the rest of the week. So that's good for his family, good for work, good for business. Go on. I've got, I've got an idea. Go on. I think we should make downloadable Dr. Rick Shields notes. Yes. I like that. <laughs> so you just download it off the website, sign it. This this part, this doctor's note, this professional doctor's note entitles said person to 18 holes at the weekend without being nagged, without needing to do this, signed by Dr. Rick Shields. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. We'll see what happens. That's eh? quite a... I don't know if we gave him much insight there, really, um, because it's a bloody hard topic. I think if you anyone need else to try and entertain everyone, it's really hard. If this is if this sounds like you, emails at podcast at rickshields dot com and let's know. If you've got if, a solution, if you either got a solution that's worked, or um, also let let you know, let me know if you think I'm aware of the furries of my mindset about it. Because obviously I don't have kids, so it's hard to relate to. But I just hate the thought of being told I can't go and play golf every now and again. But that's. If you want to have kids, that's the that's the thing. If you want to have three kids, you can't play golf when you want to play golf. True. Well, that's it. That's You've been yeah. blessed with three kids, so that's the other thing. Don't have kids. Stay a bachelor. Correct. Get down Do to what plus you want. two. Do what you want. New clubs every year. Well, when did you play the best golf of your life? When I was uh, 2013, the summer. Single. Yeah. You you betcha. <laughs> no kids, obviously. Nah. Well, not the no one. <laughs> <laughs> Lad. Where 
the same with me. Like when I was playing my best golf, I was 16 to 20, no no commitments, no kids, no wife, no house, no mortgage, no bills, no worries. Play golf, that was my only worry. You're I only... think about the three put that I had on 17 for yeah. like two weeks. What year was that? How old were you? I would have been... Um, two, it would have been like 2002, 2003. So you wouldn't have had a smartphone or anything by then? No. I wouldn't have got any distractions... I feel like you would have been texting the odd girl and been a bit stressed she's not texting you back. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. All that jazz. I used to like it. It used to be enjoyable, that, didn't it? Well, having no smartphone. I'm texting girls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you up to? W-U-U number two. Those were the days, eh? Um, right. We put a thing you on... You can f- tell we've not got much to talk yeah, about this week. <laughs> I put a thing on Facebook before in the group about questions. There were some good ones. There was, 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 was some crap. No, I'm joking. No, it was good. The problem is, a lot of people, this is good, but the problem is, and someone actually acknowledged this, they listen to the podcast, hence why they remember the group, which is great, but they might have only started recently. It's like up to like episode 13, let's oh, say, okay. this is number 42. So they're asking questions that we've covered before. And one guy said that. He said, what's your favourite major? And then he said, oh, I know you've probably answered this before, which we have. You're the Masters and the Open, pretty much. But you're kind of yeah. a bit of both, aren't you? A bit of the Masters as well. A bit of both. Um, there was a question from Johnny Constable. He's a new member. He said, Rick and Guy versus Pete and Matt, who would win? Probably they would win. Yeah, I think they um, would. But on long drives, we would win. Well, you would win. Yeah, I would win because Matt hits it not very far. And Pete... Matt hits it nowhere. Yeah. And Pete, for how fast he swings it and his efficiency, doesn't hit it anywhere. Does Matt listen to his podcast? Do you know? Nah, does he heck? I'm going to call him out now just to see if he does. Matt, you're pathetic. He hits it nowhere. I'll play you and beat you. Yeah, so if you're listening, there you go. Why I'm are you looking out. into like the laptop screen? <laughs> I'm getting really annoyed. I'm really getting wound up. I'm Matt Fryer. Yeah, I'm going to come to Warrington, your golf course, where you shot three under one time, whatever you lie about, and I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Was well, he claiming he shot nine under through something nine? Like something like yeah, something daft, whatever, yeah. Matt. Some, yeah. some Mickey Mouse course record. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, and then there's another question from Adam I like Monk. this. Who should we call out? Um, <laughs> who else has got... Uh, yeah, we'll think of someone else in a minute. But Matt Fry, I've called you out. Um, Adam Monk, will you be doing a quest for the Scratch series of the new handicap system coming in? Similar to when you did... Um, quest for the Open. Um, mm, I don't know how much I want a handicap. I almost quite like this idea that I can just kind of say, oh, I'm pro, I don't have a handicap. Yeah. <laughs> Where if I'm like, oh, I'm pro, I play off eight. <laughs> <laughs> if we talked about a handicap before. I think I'd be off about two or three if I played enough. Because I, I can play good golf. And if it was somewhere like the Marriott, which I know pretty well now, and I can play pretty well around there, um, just don't know how much I want to do it. I'm really considering joining the club again next year and getting quite serious. I actually am. So my handicap... Before you get married. Yeah. My handicap, <laughs> well, I can't play anymore. I'm going to be ringing in. Has that story just yeah. resonated with no, you? No, well, yeah. But I was thinking, because they said that my handicap will be three with the new system, so I might really try and get down to scratch. I'm saying that. I probably won't actually end up doing it. But I do want to... Um, I feel like, like I said before, the best ever was was like seven years ago, and I've never got that level again. And I feel like if I do... I want to see what I could get to. Is my, am I quiet, by the way? I keep feeling like we're looking at the thing. You know, is that your things there than me? Yeah, but I shouted and screamed then. All right, okay. You said you were saying you were too loud. No, basically it, what it was, you know, I saw somebody sent an email the other day. I think it was an email or one of the social medias saying that I wrote like, really nice and positive, but the audio was not that good. No, it really got in my head. Me, I, didn't. I, I, I think that's right now. I think the levels look good. You but... don't come to this podcast for good audio, do you? I don't, what do you come to this podcast for? It's gone downhill, and it vastly and quickly. Back <laughs> in the day, number two. I don't know what we are. We're pathetic, aren't we? <laughs> We've also been told off. People think that because obviously, quite often we do all this stuff about like number one podcasts and all that stuff. People think some people have taken it that we're actually kind of trying to brag when we're not really because we do this for just for or literally for free. We can't get a sponsor. No <laughs> one pays for it. We do it. It's an inconvenience. <laughs> if anything, it's an inconvenience. I was hoping after we filmed then at the Trafford Golf Centre, I was hoping I'd go home. Watch a bit of telly, watch a bit of David Attenborough. Instead, I've got to come to Rick's house, sit in his garage and record a podcast that I've got no passion about. I'm joking. We love it. We absolutely love it. Um, where are we up to then? I forgot what I was going to say. We we're going to try and keep this quite short. Um, and it's got to 40 minutes already, which I always like 40. You could cut it at 40. It's like in the 30s, it's like that's not a podcast. 40 is the minimum. And so, we don't we don't stick adverts in. We don't put a million adverts in. So you know it's all clean. It's all free. Don't come round here telling us what you do and don't like. We don't even pay for it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You know it was funny the other day when we got to the end of the podcast, and I don't know if you remember. I said something about um, 
because this is dragging on and if you're on a treadmill now doing a run this isn't very motivating and some guy sent a, a message saying that was literally him that he was on the pod he was no on the way. treadmill he was running how fun is that's that? the end and we were just kind of dragging it out um i think that's it, isn't it? i think so <laughs> next week i promise it'll be a good one this is what happens when guys been off for a week I, i've not planned anything guys been on holiday mode rightly so we've got a busy week We've, we've been... almost had too many emails as well, though, so I've not really had a chance. There's that, there's don't. We've got in the inbox, as it stands, 155 on the podcast. Oh. So. Um, too many. Stop it's... emailing. Well, maybe email more. I'll delete the whole inbox as it stands, and then we'll check the new ones. Oh, wow. No, All the people that. who holding hope that they'll get the listener of the week. You got anything that you want to... Um... Oh, I'll tell you what, actually, the last thing. I know we don't want to do too much plugging because people get upset. We've listened this far. You are a hardcore fan. Um, so, on Apple Podcasts, you can rate the podcast and you can give it out how many stars you want to give it and you can give us a bit of feedback as well. As it stands, we've got 828 ratings, which is actually the most for any golf podcast in wow. the world. Wow, it's ridiculous. And it's five star. It? Wow, um, thanks everyone. And we, it's really good to listen to as well. So, for example, somebody Read on the 22nd through. of September called Rob T36 put best golf podcast, perfect the drive to work. Perfect for the drive to work. So it's really quick. Uh, Bolton Monkey, which sounds like it could well have been you, Rick, um, was great stories and content each week. The guys bounce well off each other. Five stars. Can we find any negative ones? Uh, there has been a couple. There was one slagging me off as well. Um, so I replied, said, oh, you. And I didn't really, you can't reply. Um, there has been a couple, not many, but what I was getting to, and if I said it then or not, let's try and get to a 1,000. Yeah. So by Christmas. Okay. So, so there's only 150 more? Only 100. But like, they don't come in that quick. Um, it seems about to get a couple each week or a few each week, whatever. So 150. Should we do a podcast giveaway? Oh, I've got a bad one. Can I read a bad one out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's look what his name is. It's golf, and then the worst word you can think of that begins with a C. Oh wow! So he's put. Um, he's given what, us so what, one star out of five. One star because only give zero. So he's given. He us probably would have done. He would have done. Um, he, he, he's titled it "Perfectly Fine but a Bit Boring," which is kind of quite. How can it be perfectly fine but be boring? Mm. It's a bit weird. And he put. I was fine to continue listening occasionally to this podcast and not bother rating it, but the constant reminder to rate it have annoyed me so much and given it one star. My advice was to shut up about rating it and talk about golf. Oh, wow. Well, like this bit, will it? No. And then there was another one um, a couple of weeks before that, another one star, and it said the title was Guy's Audio. It said, this would be a five-star rating. Would it not be for snivelling Guy's voice, the most irritating thing after Thrush? <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well wow to that person i'm not even bothered <laughs> wow doesn't even hurt that when you say that about my voice is he bothered no um but actually a bit of positivity for me that was really nice that post you put on the podcast group about me on my birthday rick thanks welcome um and actually it's it's had 1872 likes is it it's the most liked thing on the instagram there you go so it just shows what people want you want to see me holding your plaque with a bit of a ginger beard and my tie goes cap that you very kindly bought me a while ago that we sometimes were matching. Um, yeah. So, guys, let's get to... If we get to a 1,000 ratings by... Christmas seems a long way away, but anyway, 1,000 ratings will pick a rating. Can be from any old ones as well. It's not to punish people yeah, exactly. that done it. Yeah, so out of all the 1,000, we'll pick a review and you'll win something. We'll have to shout you out in the podcast. Then you'll have to prove to us that it was your review. Or you could maybe, yeah, okay. Because I'm going to say, yeah, you don't want to dis anyone that's an old one. They don't want them to not have a chance. No, we'll do it. Next, next, as soon as we hit 1,000, we'll pick one at random. And each episode, or maybe not each episode, but as soon as, as soon as we pick one, we'll shout them out in the podcast, say get in touch, prove it's you, and we'll get you a prize. What kind of prize? Hmm. Know. <laughs> I'm thinking mm. about getting some merch done. What are you going to get? I've got, you know that um, practice bag? Fancy getting one of those in black with an RS logo on. Mm. Towels, caps, head covers. This is a new design for a head cover. Have I shown you this? Um, not you sure. seen on my Instagram DM? No. So this, I need to get approval from said logo, but I, but I think the approval's fine. Um, that one. Oh, yeah. So it's like the head cover I have. You sounded dead, dead enthusiastic. <laughs> it's like the, the head cover I have on my driver, but it's slightly different. And uh, you should um, 
I've just got my COVID test results back. Oh god. <laughs> we'll end the we'll end the podcast there. Not a joke, it's negative. Oh great. Um so I don't know, how does this work? Are you actually reading it now? Yeah. Just so everyone knows, I am two metres away from Rick. So if he has got it, I'm going to run out this uh, garage very quickly. Okay. No, it's good. Great. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> I got a bit worried then. It's a very official. Oh, yeah. Like, no, we had to do it. We couldn't do it through the NHS. It's very official. And... Listener of the week. <laughs> Test results negative. But, like, one side of it feels like it... Oh, right. That's what it was testing for. The right side of the results. Ah, okay. Now you're good. We're good. Negative. Right, guys. <laughs> See you all soon. Thanks for listening. We're going to get some no-star reviews after this performance. but <laughs> this the podcast. Make sure you tune in next week. Can we do a good one next week? Let's really plan it. It's next week's. Right, this is like a, a promise now. I will plan it. I'll send you what we're going to do. You get really in a good mood for it, Rick. I'll have a can of Monster I'm Reach. In a, I'm in a very good mood for it today. Just like, yeah, but like, there's lots going on. That's the problem. Um, and then next week will be really good. And we'll give it a boss title. Uh, maybe make it an hour really good. Yeah. Sounds good to me. New uh, Pro V1 and Pro V1X golf balls have been spotted yeah. on tour. They've um, they've had an email about it. Have you not seen? No. They've got a slightly different logo by the looks of things. Nice. So little inside of you there right guys thanks for listening i don't if you've listened this far give yourself a pat on the back you've done an amazing job 48 minutes and we are out see you next week we'll do better next week Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.